1: And you.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Pendulum by Elaine Silver. The topic of today's show is all about dowsing. But first, please check out goddessvault onewixsitecom forward slash home. Go ahead and let me know what you think of it and the show. And you can even listen to this podcast on the website. If you can, please share this podcast via Twitter, Facebook, goddessvault1.wixsite.com forward slash home, or wherever you can to everyone you know. Now for the topic, dowsing. I have to apologize for something that I said in the last show. I mentioned that the pendulum and another form of dowsing is scrying. That is wrong. I also have to apologize for mispronouncing dowsing. I said drowsing instead of dowsing. The latter is the correct term. Well, at the time, I didn't know that I was going to do a show on dowsing. So, I am going to talk about those two forms and more on this show. Just to note here, it is essential for you, the audience, to suggest a topic for a future episode. If you don't know what topics I've already covered, you can listen to past shows. There is one past episode that I had to delete that I will talk about again later on. Let's start it off with this next song, S.J. Tucker with Stick It. (laughs)
0: And say that's me, but you're a liar You run around and never catch a single thing on fire Now what good to me is a knife for a pair of scissors that won't cut Just Excuse me an excuse to stab you with something with scissors turning in your guts You better listen up, boy, I'm only saying this one time let's stick some reason to your rhyme. Now my inner child hates you, but the woman can't let go. We are trouble in the very same sack, but you're I'm oregano. i I thought my dad said, I'm saying I'll get him for that. While the rest of me just loves you and keeps holding me back. Oh, there's something wrong, but damn, if we'll say it, it's never the right time. Best stick some reason to your rhyme. Now, I wish I knew the language of guitar strings about to break. That would have been no faltering, you could tell it by the noise I'd make, cause there are no pretty words to say you are fucking up real bad. So I'm left with the choice of aiming everything I've got right at your head. Now I open my window, wide as wide, and I'm staring at the ground. I know you're not even watching me without turning around. Unless you start fighting back soon, I just might step away. Better tie my wings down, love the edges of my conscience. Afraid if you don't watch it, I'll give up on you this time. Better stick some reason to your rhyme. Better stick some reason to your rhyme. Better stick some reason to your rhyme. Said stick it, you know where you can stick it, boy. Oh, yeah.
2: The history of dowsing is as old as us being on this planet. It was initially called rhabdomancy. You know that dowsing can be a pendulum or a wooden or metal Y- or L-shaped rod. In ancient Egypt and Babylon, they used split reeds as a method. And in circa 2200 BCE, the Chinese emperor Quan Song was also known to have doused. Feng Shui evolved from the theory of linking both rhabdomancy and geomancy. The ancient Romans and Greeks used dowsing as an oracle. Even early Jews have used it for their benefit. However, dowsing as we know it today came from 16th century Germany, where it was used to find metal. And of course, you can find water with that as well. Which is the next tune from Threefold. It's time for the spirit guide of the week. I'm going back to Ancient Greece to talk about the goddess Hera. She is the queen of Greece, goddess of women and marriage, and, of course, Zeus's vengeful wife. Actually, Hera is Zeus's older sister, whom he tricked into marrying him. He did this by taking the form of a cuckoo, which was caught in a rainstorm. The first 300 years of their marriage were happy. But you know, Zeus is known for his many extramarital affairs with both goddesses and mortal women. When Hera finds out about his affairs, she becomes bitter and angry to the point where she fiercely punishes his lovers. She even punishes Heracles, who is Zeus's son, born to a mortal princess. Hey, she's been giving him a hard time even before he was born. Her name might mean lady or in the feminine form of hero. Hera has the power to fulfill your wishes or punish you when you displease her. What you can offer Hera on your altar are the following flowers, honey, perfume, incense, and pomegranates. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. 是 was Chainless by Leslie Hudson. So how do you douse the beginner's guide? I know that some of you already know this, but if I miss something, again, please write to me. I'm going to start with the pendulum. Before you send an intention or ask a closed-ended question, you first want to determine the pendulum's movement for yes and no. To do this, you have to ask the pendulum what the movement is for yes. For example, it might move in a clockwise circle for yes and back and forth for no. The next step is to meditate and set your intention. Then you ask the pendulum only yes or no questions. I do have three videos on the blog that will show you how to use the pendulum correctly. As I mentioned, I can't do it because I have essential tremors. I try to find a stand that I can use a pendulum on, but there isn't any. There are lots of cloths, paper, and you can even draw yourself a circle with yes, no, maybe, etc. on it. But I would rather keep it simple. Now for dowsing rods. I already told you the different types of dowsing rods, the Y and the L-shaped ones, made out of wood or metal. When you first use it, try to get a feel of the rods in your hands. You can ask it to show you the movements for yes and then no. You can meditate to set an intention. You can also ask it to find something, like your keys, for example. Again, I do have some YouTube videos on the blog for you to watch on how to use those. Here's Elan with crystal clear water.
3: See you- And she was sitting by the shore
2: Symbol to interpret. Again, there are three in this week's dream symbol. They are washing, weather, and weight. If you had a dream where you were washing yourself, it means that you are pleased about your social life. To dream that you are washing your hands indicates some worrying issue that you need to work at. If you had a dream where you are washing your feet, it's telling you that you are ready to make those significant changes in your life. Weather and dreams usually represents your own emotional state of mind. If there was stormy or windy weather in your dreams, it signifies aggression and conflict. Rain and hail in dreams means sadness and depression. If there were either rainbows or and or sunshine in your dreams, it represents hope and happiness. To dream that you can change the weather, it's telling you that you can turn your emotions on and off. To dream of your own weight usually means something about your self-esteem, influence, self-worth, or persuasiveness. If you had a dream of losing weight, it suggests that responsibilities are not weighing you down. To dream that you are gaining or are overweight indicates that you are feeling pressured and overburdened. And to dream that you are underweight means that you need to work hard at something. That is it for this week's Dream Symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a Dream Symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
4: Stars of dust and waves of light, planets swimming through the sky I don't believe in God, but I still feel the love Systems falling to decay, flags of freedom blown away But when I look at you, I don't feel so blue When the light fades out, and the heart breaks down, it'll be like it just was a dream. When the sun burns out, and the stars move down, it'll be like it had never been, like it just was a dream. Like it had never been, like it just was a dream. Like it'd never be Quiet now my little child Go to sleep and don't you frown You will fall in love You will fall apart Daggers sharpening your heart Shadows play their lonely part Roses they will bloom but they are all doomed When the light fades out And the heart breaks down It'll be like it just was a dream When the sun burns out And the stars move down It'll be like it'd never be Like it just was a dream Like Like it had never been Like it just was a dream Like it had never been Like it just was a dream Like it had never been Like it just was a dream Like it had never been All I want is a miracle All I want is a miracle I've become too cynical, I've become too cynical All I want is a miracle, Miracle. all I want is a miracle. miracle But I've become too cynical, I've become too cynical When the light fades out and the heart breaks down It'll be like it just was a dream When the sun burns out And the stars move down It'll be Like Like it had never been Like it just was a dream Like it had never been Like it just was a dream Like it had never been Like it just was a dream Like it had never been Like it just was a dream waves of light planets swimming through the sky i don't believe in god
3: but i still
4: feel the
2: here's another myth you already know where this story comes from i mean in terms of websites pitt.edu the country that this particular folktale comes from is Estonia, and it's called Lopi and Lapi. Once a poor cottager lived with his wife in a lonely butt outside the village. The man's name is Lopi, and the woman's name was Lapi. It seemed as though both of them had been born into misfortune, for nothing went well for them. In earlier years of their marriage, God has given them children, but none of them were still alive to support the parents in their old age. Every evening, husband and wife sat next to the stove like two dried-up tree stumps, and often, for no reason at all, their bitterness spilled over, and they quarreled. As everyone knows, unfortunate people usually try to push their guilt onto others. And even if they are not willfully evil, they blame others for their bad luck. They blame others for their bad luck. Thus, sloppy often angrily said, If only I had the good luck to marry a better woman, I would have lacked nothing. Today I could have been a wealthy man. Lappy had even a quicker tongue. And for every one of her husband's words, she came back with a dozen of her own. Just look at you, you stupid lout. Of course, it is particularly my fault that I did not know enough to choose a better husband in my childlike simplicity. There must have been witchcraft involved to make me turn to you. Only the devil knows what you secretly put into my food or drink. I had plenty of suitors, and if I could not settle for you, you miserable creature, today I could be a lady seated at a full table. It is your fault, you worthless man that I'll be suffering from hunger and sorrow until I die. And it is your fault that all our children have died because you did not know how to take care of them. This stream of words gushed forth, not ceasing until the husband stopped her mouth with his fist. One evening, the couple were again quarreling in their hut when a stately woman dressed in clothes of German cut stepped inside. Her appearance brought the wife's tongue to a standstill and caused the husband to lower his raised arm. After a friendly greeting, the strange woman said, You are poor riches, and until now have suffered much. However, three days from now, your misery will suddenly end. Therefore, keep peace in your house, and decide what destiny you best choose for yourselves. I am not a human, as I appear to you, but rather a higher being who can cause wishes to be fulfilled through God's power. You have three days for consideration, and then you may state three wishes that you desire. "'Say your wishes out loud, and in the same instance, they will come true through magic power. But be careful not to wish for unnecessary things.'" Following these words, the stately woman greeted them once again, then disappeared out the door in a flash. Loppy and Lappy, who had not forgotten their quarrel, stared speechlessly out the door, which the miraculous vision had entered and disappeared. Finally, the husband said, Let's go to bed now. We have three days to think about this. We want to use these wishes wisely, so that we can get the best luck for ourselves. Although they had three days for consideration, they spent more time than half the night burdened with thoughts of which wish would be the very best. Oh, what precious freedom ruled when the hut without interruption for the next three days! Loppy and Lappy had become different people. They spoke together friendly and looked after one another's needs. They spent the greater part of each day sitting quietly in the corner, thinking about what they should wish for. On the third day, Loppy went into the village. That morning the swine had been slaughtered, and the sausage kettle must just now have been standing on the fire. He took with him the butter pot with its lid, wanting to ask his neighbor's wife for sausage water to cook his cabbage in that evening. Loppy felt that they would be able to think better if they filled their stomachs with good food. Arriving home, he put the cabbage on the fire so their meal would be ready at the right time. The evening arrived, and with it the time when they could make their wishes. The pot of cabbage soup was steaming on the table, and husband and wife sat down to eat. Now they could have their wishes fulfilled. They had already eaten a spoonful of the tasty soup, when Lappy said, contently, "'Thanks to be God for this good soup. It will fill us up nicely, but it would taste even better if we only had a sausage to go with it.'" Bang! A large sausage fell from above onto the middle of the table. For a while, husband and wife were so startled that it did not occur to them to eat the sausage. Loppy remarked that they had fulfilled their first wish with the sausage, and that so angered him that he shouted, May the evil one grab you and stick this sausage onto your nose, if... But the poor man was too frightened to continue to speak, for the sausage was already hanging from Lappy's nose, not like a regular sausage, but like a piece of flesh growing out of the nose. What could they do now? They had already wasted two wishes, and the second one had to so disturb the woman that she would not dare to be seen by other people. They still had one wish that had not been stated, and with this one, they could set everything right. At this moment, poor Lappy had no other desire than to free herself from the long sausage. So she said this wish aloud, and the sausage disappeared. Now all three wishes were gone, and Loppy and Loppy had to continue living poorly in their hut. Afterwards, they expected the woman to return, but the stranger never appeared again. Whomever fails to take immediate advantage of unexpected luck will lose it forever. Wish you were here by Blackmore's Night. Before that, you heard Storm is Stress by Ostera. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the Music from the Goddess's Vault Facebook page, goddessvault onewixsitecom and on Instagram and Twitter at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with another song by Leslie Hudson, and it's called By and By. Blessed be and be safe.
3: Our skins are weathered and sun.